podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Summer's coming, Washington, D.C., and so are pesky mosquitoes. Don't let mosquitoes ruin your backyard fun. Call your local True Green experts for True Green Mosquito Defense. This science-based treatment will help control mosquitoes in your yard within 24 hours and keep your family and pets comfortable all season long. Save 50% on your first mosquito service by visiting TrueGreen.com summer or call 877-629-0092. Say goodbye to mosquitoes and hello to the perfect outdoor space for summer. Call True Green today. Ese último McNugget me toca a mí porque soy la mayor. ¿Y eso qué tiene que ver? Los mayores se respetan. Eso no existe, ¿cierto, mamá? Ya, yeah. quédense tranquilas. Aquí hay otra cajita de McNuggets. Respeto, ¿viste? El no hay rivalidad cuando hay McNuggets deal. Hay un deal para cada salida familiar en McDonald's. Compra uno de tus favoritos, como unos McNuggets de 10 piezas, una Big Mac, una Quarter Pounder with Cheese o un Fileo Fish y te llevas otro por un dólar. Por tiempo limitado, precios y participación pueden variar. Válido para un producto de igual o menor valor. Stick your stats because we're rocking with Jürgen Klopp. It's the day trippers. Welcome back to the Day Trippers. Uh, tonight we've got an all bunker crew in the place. If you've been on Periscope, you've probably seen it at this stage. Um, it's Steve-O who's ever hosting the show at this point in time. It's myself, Phil. I'm back in for the night. And also we've got Dave Thomas in to cause a bit of ructions because... Liverpool fans need a bit of sense and sensibility going on at this stage. We're meant to have Damo in tonight, but again, something cropped up in Damo's life. We believe um, an albatross attacked his car um, while carrying the dinosaur back to uh, Jurassic Island on, on his way home this evening. So um, hopefully, anyway, both him, him and the dinosaur are safe uh, when they get in this evening. Our, our thoughts are with Damo and Damo's family after this uh, tragic event um, between the albatross and the dinosaur. So without further ado, I hand you over to your host of the show, Mr. Stephen Daly. Um, okay, so um, lads, I suppose it makes sense to kick off um, after a brilliant victory at Stamford Bridge. Um, we have to have a chat about that game and, and just what we thought of it. Um, for me, I suppose I, I went to watch it with a load of lads in the pub, so I've, I've watched it back since because I needed to, um, just to get a feel for what actually happened in the game. I only saw um, Well, that's fair enough. Because I was, I was it's because you're not a real fan. Yeah, I went for a walk down a pier and then I also anyway, went to Ikea at the first stage as well. Lovely. That was, it was nice. It was Lovely. a nice Sunday because the weather was quite nice. Lovely. Why time. would you want to sit and watch a game Did a second time? Did you not get time? enough of a fucking reintroduction into the pod on Twitter in the intro that you've got to interrupt him now, have you? Yeah, I do, yeah. To announce your return. I know, yeah. <laughs> Phil's back, guys. <laughs> <laughs> so you, Dave. Uh, anyway, um, at the start, yeah, I was saying at the start of the game, actually, it's the first time in a long time that I've been sat there thinking, we can do these. Regardless of Conte, I was really, really optimistic. And I don't know how you lads felt, but I felt before we started that match that we had 
all the tools needed to go and beat them. And listen, we, we proved to in the end, we probably made harder work of it than we even needed to. Um, but that first half, let, let's let's go through the game. But for me, the first half, we were just electric. Dave, what do you think? Yeah, I mean, pre- before the game, uh, the loss of Firmino was a bit of a worry, mm. you know, because... I like him in that role behind Sturridge. Yeah. You know, I actually think that's his best. I think someone that we used to know uh, <laughs> says that all the time. Like, you, know. <laughs> uh, you know, in the Coutinho role, and ironically, Coutinho, I don't think it's as good in the Coutinho role as for me to win. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> you know, Coutinho needs to go into the Lalana role. Yeah. Really. <laughs> Coutinho has a real problem there. If someone else has better to beat him than him. Exactly, yeah. Jeez, I'd be as well. Yeah, I like Neil, but I prefer another version of that fella as Neil. But do you ever get sometimes when you watch? Yeah, that other case is much better at being yeah. there than Neil is. Is that why you're trying to be Klopp? Yeah, because yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm better at being him than he is. Uh, what was I saying? <laughs> oh, saying you know, about you know, being in that role. But do you know when you watch a Liverpool game, I, we're so used to it. You can tell because Rogers played like high intensity press and Klopp tries to play. You know in the first ten minutes if it's going to work because yeah. they either come out and we rattle them. Or we don't. And we did. And I was pretty confident after the first 10 minutes. And for the first time ever, and I know when we're still in the first half, I never thought we'd lose the lead. I just, I know they scored. That's fine. Chelsea, and we'll talk about that. But I never thought we'd lose it. And we were sensational. My only disappointment, I thought, was we should have scored a lot more. Yeah, we we probably could have done with an extra goal or two. Um, Neil, what was your take on it? Oh, it was fantastic. Stable. It was, wasn't it? It really it was. was no, no, come here. It was, beauty. It was, yeah, like David said, like the one particular point that David said there, you never thought we were going to lose the league. I mean, that was, when it was coming into the last 20 minutes or so, and we were two, and it was 2-1, you were, I was kind of saying to myself, like, this is, this is where we kind of find out. I know I'm really reluctant to say we're, 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 we're contenders, right? I suppose that's fair enough things to say. We're in the competition. We're so in the competition. By definition, right? by definition we're contending, right? <laughs> but I'm reluctant to say that's the difference between champions and also runs because, I mean, that's that's when really good teams prove themselves. When you have overwhelmed an opposition in the first half, they're getting back into the game and you look really, really solid. And we didn't look at any stage like we were going to capitulate. Mm. which is a vast improvement even from 13 and 14 and I'm kind of reluctant to cook, but that's the only I want to say that's the only t- recent time that we've had that we've challenged sort of, for anything yeah. so that's all we can compare it to right? yeah. even during that season done it now, though, even you know? during that season like we went out and we battered teams 4-5 in yeah, the first yeah, yeah. half so we were really comfortable if we went to 1-1 one, one, yeah. you were never sure exactly that we were in gonna, this instance 2 yeah. nails a really dangerous scoreline and it's not a cliche but they came and they really could have got back into it then but not at any stage that I think we're going to capitulate here which is the most impressive part of the whole thing for me and, and it's the third game we've done it because Arsenal got back to within <clears> a goal yeah um Leicester got back to within a goal, and then Chelsea have got back to within a goal, and we've won all, all three games. Yeah, we've, we've, even we've Tottenham, who we were one 0 up and they they equalised, we never we never yeah. lost that game. But it's not yeah. as if, and you know, the group of players that he has together now, it's not that they go back to some default position of everybody just sit back real quick, and we're not. We just drop all the tactical nows that we showed to get us there into the league. Yeah. I mean, they kept that and they stayed with it and brought it through to the ninety minutes, well, and that's why it's even more impressive. Yeah, that, that's something, I, and I want to ask Phil about this. Uh, for me. When Chelsea scored their goal, we didn't go hammer and tongs at them to get that third goal. What we decided was, we're actually going to change our game plan here slightly. And we're going to keep possession of the ball. We're going to make you work your balls off to not get near it. You know what I mean? We we didn't even give them uh, the sort of chances that they would have hoped we'd give them by keeping possession of the ball. So how do you feel 
the team has progressed maybe and, and you know I know it's a short period of time we're only six games in five, five league matches and, and the cup game that we played do you see a progression in the team do you see a maturity coming there and, and them learning week on week from, from what they're doing so far Phil Firstly, just ten points for Neil for getting tactical nous in within the first five minutes. You nailed that, oh, didn't that, that, you? Yeah, yeah. Come here, I have a video here if you want to see. It. <laughs> <laughs> trippers, <laughs> trippers bingo. Who I know, it's we, not we, to do with football. We just get a replay, but that one. <laughs> Load of arrows in the box. <laughs> I know, yeah, I know, arrows in the box in the video of it. <laughs> see the way he managed to get a low block trap set up there just yeah, to get, yeah, get tactical yeah, nous into it. We dealt with a low block really well, I thought, by yeah. uh, <laughs> jumping over it basically. But. <laughs> I don't know. Like you were asking me, prog- uh, to me, I haven't seen any progression yet. Okay. And people might think that's mad, right? But we, we, we mad. <laughs> but but last year, big the games against the big sides, we always done well. Mm. The only the only shit side that we played so far is Burnley, and we got beaten in it. Yeah, I know what you're saying by that. So the, so the real progression for me is not is not the games against Leicester. It's not the games against Chelsea. It's not the games against Arsenal. It's the next Tottenham. two. It's the next two. Hull and Swansea. Yeah, whoever they are. Yeah. Beat, beat them. Beat them and then, yeah. I agree. I agree. And that's where I want to see the progression. That's where they're going to sit back, you know, and just, just yeah, try, try playing the counter. No fancy names about how they're going to defend or whatever like that. Well, we, but, uh, we really struggled against Chelsea in preseason, and I know it was preseason, but yeah. they set up. But, they mo- put their but most teams, most teams that sat back against us in preseason and didn't try to come out and play football against us, we struggled to break down yes. and score goals against. Right? And when teams come out against us, as Chelsea did, we were able to open them up. Well, the only them. thing I'd say is, I, to be fair, and I, you make a point, and I agree totally. We have to win the next two and show we can do it. Scrapping, but Chelsea did actually sit back. In yeah, the first I, I, no, and so I know, but the, that's what I was pleased but it's about. A different, the victory. But David, it's, it's a different type of sitting back. Yeah, where, where they, they're, they're going to let ten behind the ball. Like, exactly, yeah. exactly, and they're always looking to try counter attack you. So, like, but when we play against the likes of Hull or whatever, they're going to be prepared to sit back, sit really deep in in their own half. Yeah, they're not looking to counter attack. And, and if, if they can get the ball up the pitch, yeah. they look for a free kick and try to get some something off set yeah. pieces right uh, uh, whereas Chelsea were always looking to spring a quick counter use Costa to hold the ball up and get, play, get Hazard and Oscar yeah. around him and then try push on and I think that, that Chelsea more or less thought that that was going to be the best way they're going to let us have the ball and didn't realise how good we'd be in possession with the ball Yeah. so that we were, were going to be as comfortable in possession with the ball as we were trying to press them and win the ball back high up the pitch so it just didn't allow them out and you could see we let Kante have an awful lot of ball because he's not very good by the way this Kante thing that's going on that's just basically the sound of the air to come back with a different name Like it's just the same player I, was looking, I thought he was much taller when he played for Leicester last year and I was, I was there going have you lost inches off your legs or something like that but again his passing wasn't great and you could see why we've obviously said let him have the ball his passing range isn't that great if Matic gets on the ball and we could see in the second half when Chelsea did come into the game it was Matic's involvement and his presence that really brought Chelsea into that match but yeah the the good thing was that again we conceded a goal and we didn't go on and concede two or three goals which we would have done last year that's a bit of progression right and we managed to keep our heads instead of lose them or let the heads drop after we conceded a goal yeah, there yeah. was a little two or three minute spell after we conceded the goal where you thought yourself a bit ropey but we went into mm. Storm and the, the, like the, the lads in midfield seem to get a, get a, get a foothold again because they just dominated the first half. It's funny you should say that about the midfield. I think when we've talked about Liverpool over the last four or five years, we've often talked about the fact that we were very good in the final third, you know, and never very good, particularly in the middle third. Yeah. And this was the first first time in a long time I felt like the midfield was a bit was the best part of that team. Yeah, you know, I, know, I know exactly what you're saying. Versus, oh, we happen to, because we do have brilliant attackers, but actually we scored from two set pieces and we never really cut them open 
you know, through great play from Coutinho, Sturridge and Mane, you know, it was through winning the midfield battle and against two holding midfielders as well, yeah. you know, in Kante and Matic and two, two very good, very good holding, holding midfielders. Mid- I don't ever remember a Liverpool team that played as quick and slick passing as what I saw in the first half. And, and that's when I say I don't, I'm not talking about looking back at videos. I mean, matches yeah. and managers that are from, from Graeme Souness onwards. I cannot remember a Liverpool side that played the way we did in that first half. It reminded me of when I looked at Benitez's Valencia, when they beat yeah. us. Um, when you used to see the way Arsenal used to play with, with the likes of Perez and Henri and that in the side. Um, and, and even the likes of, let, let's say, I didn't see as much of them, but even Klopp's Dortmund side, you saw them when they were on their way to that final against Bayern. They had the ability and the passing on... on, on well, I think what's interesting about Klopp, and Dortmund was a sign of it, is that in that deep role, mm. he doesn't want a dog. He no. wants someone that can play. Yeah. And, you know, I, I recognise there was a lot of, like, uh, fans wanting a, a, you know, a defensive, to buy a defensive midfield player. Or some people were saying about it. But and, uh, he doesn't want that. Yeah. He wants a player that can play the ball quickly. I think he'd rather play Lalana <laughs> there than play, like, mm. you know, a Kante or something like that. Yeah. He, he just wants someone that can release the ball quickly. And Emery Khan can do that. And I think Jordan Henderson showed on Saturday that he can do it. And, you know, not to be whatever, but a couple of weeks ago I said, you've got to give him a chance, right? Jared was terrible when he first went yeah. there. You know, we got, Can was terrible when he first went there. We've got to give Henderson a couple of weeks. And I thought he's, he's excellent. improved week on week. He's, he's improved. Excellent. There's no yeah. there's I think no during the match, the, you could hear, the commentary was saying that Chelsea won't step up. They're, they're very deep. They keep dropping off. But I think that wasn't, that was obviously because, I mean, the front three are, the front three are so dynamic. But then we had Henderson holding and we had runners in midfield as well. So it wasn't a case that Chelsea had just lost confidence in everything they were doing or Conte didn't know what he was doing. They just couldn't cope with it. Yeah. Now, very reluctant to overstate it and, and like, you were saying it's the best I've ever seen Liverpool play. I don't think No, I'm not saying it's the best I've ever seen them playing. Sorry, let, let me just clarify that. What I'm saying is I've never seen the speed at which we pass the ball. Oh, okay. Yeah, so fair enough, yeah. The speed at which we move that mm. ball and bang, 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 pass that ball around bang. in that first half. No, just five bangs, not Sorry. six. Don't, don't take the Don't overstate it. Don't overstate Don't overstate Come on. That's just going. That's just going. Told you a million times, don't exaggerate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but the way we did it, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, I've okay. always wanted to see a Liverpool side that was capable of doing that. I know, that. but well, maybe, some, excuse me, Steve, but the point I'm trying to make yes, is, I like Phil. Apology accepted. Phil raining us all in there a little bit as well. It is. We, we shouldn't overstate it too much I mean we are only into the season a little bit if you're just taking them on what we've seen on its merits on Friday night it was a really really impressive and Thanks it's the most Charles. it's the most encu- it's the most encouragement <laughs> it's the most encouraging performance I've seen early in the season oh, from right. Liverpool in many seasons yeah and there's like there's so much there to build on as well yeah, but, but, but I think that but if you look at the last three games right we've played uh, Tottenham, Leicester and now Chelsea right yeah. And if you made a list of the top 10 strikers in the league, all of their strikers would be in there, right? Yeah. Vardy, Kane, and Costa. Apart from Aguero. And the, I said, if you made a list of the top 10 strikers, <laughs> all of their strikers would be in there. <laughs> yeah, and I love the way he said it down the side of his mouth. Yeah. Apart from Aguero. Yeah, apart from Aguero. I wasn't listening to you, but you know, anyway. And you haven't played City, but yeah, Aguero. What's wrong with you? Fucking dope. And storage. Storage would be on your list, wouldn't it? We played against all the best strikers. But anyway. I wasn't listening to you. So I think the big difference. That was his big point. After. 
That's as good as, that's as, good as it gets now, Danny. Oh, I'm sorry. That's what he's been thinking about, Aguero. Aguero, Aguero. 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 He went too early. Too early. That's a problem I live a long, long time. But what I was going to say is, we've had 10 years of Martin Skirtle and Glenn Johnson dropping 10 yards. Yeah. And the big difference, the reason Henderson could play that role, is because our defensive line is 10 yards further forward. Because yeah. both Matip and Lovren, and Sacco's the same to be fair, are proactive front foot defenders. And I mean, you've probably seen the gif on uh, Twitter of Matt, all of Matip's and Lovren's uh, challenges on Costa. Yeah. yeah. I mean, they just kicked the shit out of him all yeah. game. Got in front of him, went through him, got, won the ball. Skirtle would have given 23 kicks away for yeah. holding a shirt. You yeah. know, so I think that's actually the biggest difference. On the edge of our box. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, or, Luke, or in Luke, the box. Lucas no, came on we, and we gave fixed that, away. We, we fixed that stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. Where can I find the most dangerous place to give away a free kick <laughs> in the 89th minute? There you go. Yeah. Just right on the edge there. Yeah. I love the way Lucas when he dived, ref. No, he didn't. No, he didn't. <laughs> he didn't dive. Yeah. And of course, even if he did, of course he did. He went <laughs> right like, into it. But more to the point, like, you just know when you saw him coming on, like, oh, yeah, he's not going to show up the yeah. defence. No. He's going to give away a free kick around yeah, the edge of the air box with two minutes to go. Do you know what we should do? When we bring Lucas, us on with like two or three minutes we should tell him to go and stand up front Yeah, we'll kick the ball to you take it into the corner because yeah. no, he'd be good no, 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 no do your fields up take there take the ball and give away a free yeah. on the edge of their box kick up there <laughs> you know um, but going back to your, the, the first half just, just on it I yeah. think because like, we haven't spoken about the goals but like, for, like the, the Henderson strike it's definitely what we're talking about because it's, it's a smashing strike but the, the thing that impresses me most about it is he's not a good striker at the ball he's not a good, he's not a good at hitting a shot with power right and in that instance, he doesn't hit it with power. He passes the ball into the top corner. And if I'm a, if I'm not a great shot, if I'm not if I'm not great at hitting hitting drilled hard shots, right? But I'm good at passing the ball. Like he has the ability to pass that ball into the top corner wherever he wants. Yeah, but like he, he does if, it anywhere else in the pitch to a player. If you look at that video stream of his best goals, yeah, they're mostly like that. I think one. I think one he catches with power with a side foot. The rest of them tend to be bent. Into the corner. You, you know, know what I can think of him volleying is uh, against Norwich. Remember when it yeah. bounces up and he yeah. swivels. Yeah, and, and that's sorry, that's, that's, the, that's the one I was talking about yeah. in, into the Anfield Road end, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Um, but but apart from that, you're you're dead right, Phil. It's 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 a technique he has and one that he hasn't probably used enough. Yeah, you know, because he has that range. You know, and and I suppose then moving on, we we will talk about the goal because we need to talk about the first goal because it's a very very important thing I found out today. <laughs> Very important thing. <laughs> and I need to bring your attention to this because basically there's a new thing that's happened. Okay. And it's called, what do you think it's called, lads? What do you reckon it's called? The uh, hidden assist. Yeah. The hidden, hidden assist. assist. Okay. So the hidden assist is this new thing. A hidden assist. A hidden assist. Okay. So basically what happened was, right, Gary Cahill was caught out of position for the yeah. first goal. Right, and David Louise sees that Gary Cahill is caught out of position for the first goal, so he tries to go and rectify the mistake that Cahill has made and, and cover that space. But, but our man Matip is so smart. <laughs> right? He is so fucking smart that he blocks off David Louise, allowing Lovren to score that goal. Hence, 
a hidden assist. No one saw it. This, um, it by the way, this all occurred in six milliseconds. In six milliseconds. In six milliseconds. That's how smart he is. That's so basically, how smart, smart he Matt Dip slowed the whole thing down to butter Matrix time. Style. Went, <laughs> hang on a minute, let's just plot this out. Oh, Cahill's moved. I can see where he's going. All right, yeah. if I just yeah, move yeah. in here. Step in here. He came block up. him off. He went up to stadium level. Yeah. Using yeah. stadium level view to have a look down to see what was going on. He, 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 he took a drone out. <laughs> had a drone out. He had a drone Logged into Opta, said, what is Gavin Ruiz most likely to do? The fucking hidden, hidden assist. assist. Yeah. And so I, I, I can see him getting eight to nine hidden assists this season. And that's a stat that we didn't have in our team no. before and today because it didn't exist. But the point is, imagine how many hidden assists Stephen Jarrett had. He's still getting them. He's still getting them. Still getting them. Still getting them. Still getting them. They're still from America. Discovering them from now. America. From America. From America. He's getting from America. Them. From America. From America. Where he's fixed. Deadly enough. So going back to that fourth goal. So, so basically, sorry, it's back irrelevant back. what happened because if the hidden assist didn't happen, the goal. Gary. Gary. So if Matip, <laughs> is the argument that if Matip doesn't block Louise, uh, he Louise gets an offside. Yeah. No, 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 no. no, no Louise gets across to make Louise a block. Gets to, he's able to stop that goal happening. How? Because Louise, it's a hidden assist. Louise <laughs> no other Louise does turbo boost. They, you know, listen, it's a fucking hidden assist, man. It's <laughs> hidden. You don't. You can't see it. It doesn't exist. But it's assist. <laughs> it's okay. like dark matter. Oh, I see. Now, now. now I got it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. We know it exists. We can't but see we it. can't see it. Yeah. But it the has universe to is held together because, because the dark matter is expanding it's basi- and accelerating. There has to be a force bigger than it's gravity basically that's dragging it out. Right? So, so, basically basically what it is. so what we're going to do now so is we're going to step out Matip of... Matip is dark matter or dark matip. That's what we're going to do. You're such a racist. A noted racist. Hold on, who Make a note of that now. Dave yeah. Thomas, noted Dave. racist. Noted racist. Um, so we're going to step out of LFC Twitter and back into the real world. Um, what a, what a noted You don't racist. write noted. <laughs> yeah. the, 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 uh, writing it down is noted. If you write down noted that, racist, okay. I'm a noted noted racist. Dave, you know what? There's a, there's a thing called bullying. <laughs> no, no, no memo to yourself. <laughs> Is a bully. Dave is a bully. Duly <laughs> noted. Listenly noted. If you come in here looking like that, you're going to get bullied, right? That's the reality. You must have been bullied all the way here. I just, oh. I just, I just take a photograph of this to record it. People bullying him at the lights and everything. We send it is onto me. Okay, so let's let's rein it in. Um, <laughs> the ball from Coutinho for that goal is an absolutely class class pass for Lovrens there's a whole load of things going on there was uh, on the sideline just before the ball was whipped in there was a hidden assist (laughs) (laughs) no and funny you should say that just to win the free kick Ivanovic was after being kicking the legs off everybody out there and when Alden felt it coming and he won it I mean I don't think he, he, he was waiting for the free because he knew he was going to dive in so he kind of won the free kick yeah, first and that was yeah, really yeah. clever in the first place <coughs> he'd seen Lallana be stamped on twice yeah. well, to be honest with you Ivanovic should I think should have been sent off in the game yeah. I mean I thought he had mm. definitely two yellow mm. card offences in very quick succession like the, just because they aren't serious offences doesn't make them less like doesn't make them less offensive. but you know yeah, and also do you know if you get a yellow card the best thing you should do is go and do the worst tackle you've ever done like one minute later because yeah. the referee will never send you off <laughs> like Ivanovic goes through Lallana that's a yellow card unless Suarez in England. 
Yeah, exactly. Daniel Williams. He stood on him as well, didn't he? Yeah, he stood on him. After he stood on him, he stood on him. He walked over to him to stand on that And then he stood there. And was like, ah! Look, we've all thought of doing that to Lallana, but like, you can't do it. You get a red card. I had about 18 months where I wanted to stand on him. But it is a great ball from Coutinho, and it's a hell of a finish. It's a terrible finish. No, it's a great finish. He miskicks it into the ground. That's the only reason he scores. If in doubt, low and hard. That's what you got to do. He went to fucking bury it into the top corner. His bottom was low and hard. Bounces off the ground like his headers put it into the ground let the keeper worry about that it that was a Harry Kane finish that yeah. here's a question for you though. Hard. I, 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 I was thinking for a second though was Mane offside because when the free kick was taken he was he was standing in offside position but then I think does Milner get down the line to whip the ball yeah. back who was it that came out in, in as Lovren goes in somebody comes out and that's what threw off the, the I Chelsea I think it was Mane. Mane was it Mane coming out he's See, not no, just, I'd say there's someone who does videos on that on Twitter <laughs> so have a quick look <laughs> but to be fair I know the point you're making information. if it was the other way around we'd be going that's in, you know your uh, influence in play yeah, there yeah. because the, he's blocking the keeper's line of sight but I mean look well I suppose he is and he isn't he, he is and he isn't because um, the ball is on the opposite side of the pitch so as it gets whipped in he's coming out the keeper has perfect line of sight before the ball even reaches Lovren. Yeah, so, but I mean, yeah. You know I mean, I, mean? I don't like this whole offside thing and I know I sound like a real whatever. Either get rid of offside or everyone's offside. It's, it's like this interpretation. So as soon as anything is left to interpretation, interpretation, it's, it's because a Because if, you, if your defence plays offside, then anyone who's standing offside is influencing play, yeah. right? Because mm-hmm. you are stepping up to play them offside. So it pisses me off that like, so you basically, you can't play offside. You're on or you're off, Danny. You're on the, only, the only thing on it is, if the cross or the ball has gotten down past where Mane was standing, yeah. Mane is automatically onside. So it doesn't matter whether he was standing offside or onside because the ball didn't come in from that, that play. It, yeah, yeah. Do you know yeah, what I mean? That's what I'm saying. It's not that passage of play. Or it that, could be, a, and if it goes back, obviously you're fine. But like, yeah, yeah. I mean, rugby. Yeah, it was a great, great goal. <laughs> and we needed it. We needed it. Because it we started really well Some and we needed discussion, to put a stamp is. on it. Yeah, yeah. 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 And then you yeah. just said, yeah, it couldn't have wasn't, it wasn't. And he just said, rugby. <laughs> That's how you move on. And he tactics. still makes more sense than you. Tactics. Aguero. Aguero. Hold on, by two. Fucking Aguero. What about Aguero? So, Aguero. I suppose there's been a we, we've chatted about it over the last few weeks as well with Wijnaldum because we hadn't really seen what we were hoping to see from him he was playing in a position that yet again some of us sorry some of us I personally yeah. had not seen what I was hoping to see from him I know I've listened to the part of months Steve on those players yeah Steve on those players yeah absolutely I told you it'd come good for him um, in fairness I've been banging the Jordan Henderson drum for about four years now so it's Great that he finally fucking sparked one in the yeah, top corner. That's fair play. One match in four years. That's, yeah. that's great goal. Yeah. What's your point? Lalana's alright. He's got a bit more to do for you. No, no. You don't, I, <laughs> I, on, I on, the, on the Win thing, because I haven't really been involved in the Win Yalom debate. Um, my, still, sorry, I, just because you haven't been involved. My thing was, I didn't believe he was bought as a centre midfielder. So my thing was, although he wasn't playing very well. Um, he was playing in a position similar to what Henderson was being asked to do play a different type of role Well, Naldon was yet again being asked to play a different mm. type of role so I was hoping he'd come into it and I think he did on Friday yeah I, 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 sort of I'm not. I'm not all over the when Yaldon was amazing. On, on no, no, no. It was an improvement. I think. I think for the it was the first game I watched that I said, yeah, he can probably do a job there. But mm. I'll go back to saying it's a case of me saying I think he can do a job there rather than I think that's his best position. That's that look. And do you know what people? You're allowed to criticise things 
doesn't mm. mean that you're anti anything. You can just say, I think he'd probably be better in that front three that was there than where in the position that he's playing. Yeah, I, don't, I don't think he would be better in the front three, personally. I don't think he's quick enough. And I actually think that the way we're playing with, you know, a deep, uh, a one and a two, uh, behind the three, in front of the four, uh, with one in goal, in case you count it. What? <laughs> I actually think him and Lalana worked really well. And I think that, while I don't think Klopp necessarily bought him to be a traditional centre midfielder, as in in a two, I think in a three, he works really well. I could, I could see him actually playing the role. Aguero. <laughs> 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 I could see him playing the. I could see him playing the role that uh, Lalana is at the moment. But so, there's two of those. Though. Yeah, there's two of them. Well, yeah, yeah. I, I could, I could see for me, for me in the three, for me in the three. I think if Emery Chan comes back in, then it's Emery Chan, Jordan Henderson, and one of Lalana or one of them. Well, at the moment, you can't drop Lalana. Yeah, possibly. So that's possibly. That's, yeah. I don't. I don't he's, know. He's not dropping his captain, and all he's doing over the last while is. Constantly talk up Jordan Henderson, talk him up. I mean, when Alden looked like he was pull, he pulled up a little bit towards the end, didn't he? So that yeah, I say you're resting for Derby. Give Can the game against Derby. Probably play Henderson and Lallana, to be honest with yeah. you, because he's he's going to go strong. And then it'll be interesting to see how that works. Yeah, and it, we could see when Alden miss out against Tull. So I'm still convinced that there was a, the 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 club, unlike previous years, have basically brought Wijnaldum in with an eye to set and Coutinho next summer. And then you have Firmino already, like Firmino's a mainstay in, in Klopp selections, who's already starting to drift to, to replace Coutinho in the Coutinho role. So he's the new, so it's now the Firmino role. And then you're, like that's, that is Wijnaldum's natural role in terms of his, where he was playing for Newcastle, where he would have played out for PSV or in, in that sort of top three that's there. Yeah. So, but he, because he's, he's, he's quite a good player and a very versatile player. I think Klopp likes him as a midfielder, but but I think he's better when he's ahead of the ball as opposed to being behind the ball. And a lot of people are talking about, oh, get him on the ball and he no, can spray no. passes. Running. He's not that That's, type of midfielder. He, he is, he's not as good, so I'm, but he's like Lampard. He is the guy that arrives in the box as the ball's coming. Yeah. You know, he's not going to dribble into the box. That's why I don't want him in the front three, because I, I actually think to be in the front three for this team, you've got to be a finisher. You've mm. got to be a killer. And he's not. But Same I think, as Alana is. But, but the other thing about Naldum is that I think he's good when he comes onto the ball and does something on one or two touches. Yeah. Whereas if you give, if he's behind the ball and has to take two or three and see what's on and control the pace, I think that's where he gets lost. And no, that's where no, I thought he got I lost agree. in previous I totally games. Agree. He's yeah. a, he's a little bit like. I mean, you can see what he brings that say Joe Allen didn't have, which is the physicality, the engine to get yeah. up and down, mm-hmm. you know. But he has what Allen has, which is, you know, the short passing is what we want from him. We don't want him hitting 20 yard passes or trying to beat men because mm-hmm. he can't do it. Again, that's why I wouldn't have him in the front three. And look, these are all good problems to have. Absolutely. You know what I, mean? It's I mean, if Emery can't have been fit, he would have been on the bench. And you look at that bench, and that bench was very strong, mm-hmm. even yeah. without that. And know? Firmino. And Firmino. You know what I mean? You know, so. But what? Um, but like we haven't really talked about the the, the goal. I know, like we've we talked about the setup and the hold up. But like, Steve, you 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 have bigged up Henderson for for, yeah. for for this season, and I've disagreed with you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've thought Henderson has been average at best. I thought that first half was the best half I've seen Henderson play in, in about a year and a half. I've said it myself. Um, mm-hmm. I thought a sec- the second half he dipped it for the first fifteen minutes when Chelsea got back into the game, and then he picked up his game again. And 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 didn't play the same way he was playing the first half where he was driving things on. It was more more a case of really covering that that, that back four. Yeah, and yeah, I thought yeah. he did very well in that. And that's what I'm saying. I think it was his best game. I, I don't disagree that that was a very good game. The, the previous games, I thought he would just look like the player 
where he would that would have been an average game for Jordan Henderson before he picked up the couple of injuries that he had. Yeah, I, I don't disagree there. For 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 me, I wanted to see natural progression every game, and I think I've seen that from the Arsenal game. Okay, he, he had a terrible match, or, or what people view as being a, a very bad match against Burnley. Everybody did that day, um, but yet again, it's a role that he's trying to learn. And for me, the difference in him then into Spurs, into into the Leicester match, into the Chelsea match, it's improvement, it's improvement, it's improvement, and that's what I wanted to. Um, that's what I wanted to see from him. So, as Neil, or sorry, as Dave says, um, it's a brilliant, brilliant problem for us to have to have the level of players that we have now and the ability to inter, you know, interchange them into the side and give ourselves those problems. I see both sides of the Henderson debate. I've been on both sides of it. I mean, my worry with him is that we, I think, with Henderson, we like over-index the parts of the, parts of his game that are. Physical, as in he's a good runner, he's got a great engine, he's da 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 da. And we tend not to focus as much on the technical aspects of his game that we do with other players. Yeah. You know, that we, you know, we're all over. He's an excellent passer of the ball. Yeah, but when he's bad at that, yeah. when he has a bad game, we, the other bit can't compensate for it. Whereas when he's having a good technical game, it can compensate for the <clears> fact that perhaps he isn't playing as physically well. So I see both sides of the debate. And the other thing with Henderson is, does he have the ceiling that Wijnaldum, you know... You didn't just say ceiling, did I did. Oh. I saw it in a piece I read earlier. <laughs> <laughs> you know, is he, is he going to... Is that a low block ceiling or a high block? <laughs> he's 27 now, 26, 27 now. This is his peak. You know, for me, Khan is a better player. So... It's a great problem to have, but I can see why people don't want to see Henderson there ahead of some other players. He, but what I think he's done brilliantly and what I do admire about him, you know, is he's not scared of a challenge. Like, you mm. know, he isn't sulking. He didn't throw his toys at the pram. There's been no leaks about him being unhappy with or anything like that. He's knuckled down. He's And, you know, you see actually reports about him staying late for training and practicing and stuff like that. So good on him. I hope he makes himself undroppable. Yeah, and I like, think he practically did. I'll bring week. you in now, Neil. But but for me, Henderson at his best has been better than Canada's best or Canada's best. It's from what I've seen for Liverpool. In slightly different roles. Yeah, yeah. different yeah. roles. But what I'm saying is, when when I, I've seen what Henderson can get to, and the level that he's got to is better than the level that Chan has been at. We don't have to make it one versus no, the no, other because the great thing is they can both be in the side, and there's room for both of them and many others. Um, Neil, your thoughts on Daniel Sturridge's performance? <clears throat> I suppose the first thing I'd say about it was it was very in- pause. It's not the X factor, Neil. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Like <laughs> I like that. He has Neil must not clear his fucking throat. <laughs> no, I, I didn't like it, Steve. Huh? I loved it. <laughs> I'm playing my bollocks at this now. Anyway, go on. Don't worry about I liked your your pause. Was I, actually quite I thought it was good. It's called a pregnant pause. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I, hope, I hope. I hope. I hope. You're... <laughs> <laughs> I hope you're. Hold my breath now. I can't fucking speak. <laughs> What was your question? I asked you what your thoughts were on Daniel's story. Allow me to compose myself momentarily yeah. and scratch no, my beard. <laughs> Ponder. <laughs> yeah. Listen, I tell you what it was. It's funny. It's not funny. It's interesting. I think it was Barley who wrote the article during the week about about how he had to accept not being the number one. The number one and the whole team isn't built around him. And when he comes out of the team, it's not a lesser team. Someone comes in and replaces him and the sum of the whole parts and all that bullshit, right? Well, I think he's finally cottoned on to that because it wasn't just a Daniel Sturridge show, was it? I mean, he didn't, and he, and sometimes you watch Sturridge playing and he 
you think of saying he just I suppose you know when you were young you used to call them glory hunters didn't you mm. you know what if I mean if it wasn't if, if it wasn't, if it wasn't him, all wasn't about interested. him he didn't really want to know he was he was an integral part of the whole team and he seemed to be happy to do it running channels and running into different positions and creating space for other people yeah so I was really impressed with him yeah he was very 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 effective in that position that Klopp seems that as much as I know about Klopp what he seems to what he seems to think a centre forward is and should yeah. do I think he did it very well I thought he was immense for, yeah. for 55 minutes 60 minutes until he had to go off I don't the first half is the best half of football I've seen from him since 13 14 well he was immense in so in, in that because it's such an important part of the team and he played that position particularly rather than saying he had this he had X amount of moments of brilliance and we nearly won the match I think, off the back of Sturridge I think that's very insightful is that, is that for me lad, because is, I think what it, no, in all seriousness what Sturridge showed in the last two games is he can play in the system for Klopp yes. and I think that was important for him to show he'd been good before that but he'd been good playing his game yes he, so he scored great goals and mm. that, but this last two games against Leicester and against uh, uh, Chelsea he showed that he can play in that front three the way Klopp wants him to play yeah. and he hasn't scored because if Sturridge had a good game you say I remember what he did in, in 26 exactly. minutes I remember he hit the crossbar I remember he did the overhead kick there was no, you can't say there was one incident like that it, it, it was a, kick, it was a whole 70 minutes remember, remember the one that he hit with the magic spin and then he went through the legs of the court wall and anyway and can you turn off his mic there for a minute I tried already. I'm too <laughs> far away work. from the soundboard <laughs> no but he's got, a, he's got an override button <laughs> <laughs> my point from is my that house. he just shouts it was 70 minutes of excellence of 9 out of 10 from him he only it? came out but he came out after 55 yeah well listen whatever <laughs> but he was brilliant on, <laughs> down yeah, the physio I ran out fingers and toes I, I don't I, 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 I'll be the dissenting voice on this one I thought he was good there's a surprise <laughs> <laughs> I'm still waiting you'd never know Phil never watched the game would you yeah. <laughs> I'm still waiting to see I, look, I, I, it's probably because I'm just I remember you're going to make a comment about sprinting yeah I want to see him sprint <laughs> yeah I, I want to fucking see him sprint it's getting a, it's starting to be a pain he in the ass but no Friday. he didn't sprint he did that, he fucking the, did he didn't sprint he did. the way he could sprint <laughs> what? he out. sprinted slower which means he still can't sprint when so he if he can't sprint fast fuck out I don't like centre forwards can't sprint well, I, I, that's why I like Mane Mane's great he runs really fast and Origi runs really fast that's cool don't like strength forwards. Can't Dennis run really Ramadal fast. used to run really fast. He was shit. But he but he wasn't like storage. Yeah. Markovic could run really fast. No, yeah. he couldn't. His <laughs> knees didn't bend. That's why we sold him. They discovered it in the medical. Bollocks, this fella's knees are fused. I, I mean, for what it's worth, I thought we were poorer when Origi came on. We were definitely were. Was on. We so definitely were. For me, that, that says that... Uh, but then Lucas came on as well. Good job. No, no, Origi didn't give us what we have what we were getting from him last season. Yeah. When he was coming on with a half an hour to he needed that Both of them. Origi, Origi is the type of striker who you know is like he's a young striker he's going to be streaky for the, four, yeah, the next exactly. couple of years where he's going to score one and get loads of confidence and score a few yeah, goals yeah, right yeah. Sturridge I'd like to see score look I, I, even though Sturridge is not the Sturridge of old right he's still very effective That's I, I agree with Dave's point that it, you can see how he's now fitting into that team and how he's fitting into the role that he's meant to play in that team but I still think he can bring more to it yeah, I think, he, but you know what? I think we've been very patient with every other player. We've said Henderson needs time to to fit into that role. You know, Chan had needed time to fit in there. Whoever it might be, we need to give Sturridge a chance to to fit into that role as well. And you're saying we that he's not the Sturridge of old. I'm not sure the Sturridge of old fits Klopp's system. That's and the whole point. I was yeah, trying to make. I, I know. I'm just making yeah. it better than you. Um, so was it? <laughs> and we <laughs> should point that the Sturridge of old was there for one season. Yeah. So we talk about the storage of old, as in that one season. Yeah, yeah what about Aguero? when he had the best player in the world, or one of the best players in the so, world playing alongside him? You know, him. you, you kind of bit like maybe Brendan Rodgers. You got to go. Is that the exception that proves the rule, or is that 
the, the ceiling to the roof. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it's like seven up. Where are they? You know. Yeah. No, and and I think if if Daniel Sturridge is capable of. Um, amending his game which he the is way, which he is yeah and and, and he, he's proved it in the last couple of games I think if it, hopefully whatever niggle he had which made him come off isn't too serious he's able to come back in for the whole game and if well, he is Klopp said that he didn't have an injury at all no I think Klopp said he didn't see anything serious but there was talk of him having had a no there was, there was uh, that's what I said to you after uh, on NBC they said that the the, the, the word was that he, he picked up or not yeah, and he, yeah went Klopp, sorry, he said there was nothing wrong with him yeah, yeah. he just looked tired all right. Okay. Okay. I, I did see Klopp saying that he he didn't think there was anything wrong with him, or that he hadn't been told there was anything wrong with yeah. him. But I think uh, the difference with Sturridge is though, because we like I was saying, giving players time and all that, it's, it was never a question of ability with Sturridge. Yeah. Or technical ability, like it was with Henderson, whether he can adapt his game to play. And like it was never that question. It was more psychological with him. And the thing is, it seems to have everything seems to have fallen into place with him now. But you know what? Right. If if he can't run anymore, right? Yeah, but he can. Hang on, Neil, Neil, Neil. It's not. If he can't run at the, at, at if, he can, if he can't sprint anymore. But he can still score goals. I'm happy with that. Yeah, and, and you like know, Harry Kane can't run for the game. But he scores he, for the goals. game he played on Friday night, he didn't need an extra ten percent. No, no, of that's, pace. What, I'm that's yeah, what I'm saying. Yeah, you know. So, so if he's adopting his game or adapting his game, should I say to a less um, mobile striker? And he's, yeah, he's more than and he's bringing that. other attributes into his yeah. game instead. But Which then he happy has. days because he, he has. still has the finishing capability. Yeah, we always he, said he's, he's enough skilled to play he, he's, number ten. Like, he's definitely not, like, like he's well suited to being able to sign, sign play as a nine don't, and a half. Don't fucking. He had seven hidden assists on the cliche trippers for fuck's sake. Okay, right. Getting a belt of a pen top there. Noted. Fucking. Assault. 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 Um Okay, well, let's let's move on from the Chelsea game then, because you know Mane was he, he, effective. Yeah, he was effective without being spectacular. Mm. Lalana was another eight eight and a half out of ten type game for Fair me. And and Coutinho came in, had a good game. Yep. You know, let's and, so, and Lovren and Matip are brilliant. Yeah. Sorry, sorry, that's actually I did want to talk about, it and we sort of tipped on it. They were excellent, excellent. together. Yeah. And I mean, a really, really good partnership. Good partnership. Yeah. A really partnership. And whether, whether people like it or not, because we know there's loads out there that don't like it, Lovren and Maddup is an excellent partnership. And why would you have an issue with Lovren and Maddup continuing as, as the first-choice centre-backs? You couldn't, as long because as they Because you've got an agenda. Anyway, that's why you'd have an issue with it. <laughs> well, I thought Maddup was just sensational. Yeah. Absolutely. Like a Rolls-Royce of a centre-half. Do you know what I mean? I mean, just unbelievable. Yeah. Uh, the way he handled Costa, I mean, I think Costa, they said that Costa had like eleven touches in the first half, and like most of them were, you know, with his back to goal, thirty yards away from goal. You know, he never got wound up by Costa at all. And I've seen a lot of people just on Chelsea's goal because we haven't really talked about that. Not because you know how we like to dissect every single goal that we concede because it has to be someone's fault. Yeah. You know, people are talking as if Matip dived in too early. Well, all Milan right. Did. In retrospect, yeah, of course, but he's obviously going to try and win the ball. And I saw a lot, a lot of the narrative about the Liverpool game has been, you know, so frustrated, so up and down. We, you know, we have these moments of pressure, but then we're not able to sustain it for the entire game. And it's like, who is? Yeah, you don't name need... a team that like for ninety minutes doesn't get. There's never chance. been one. So it just it bothers me that we, you know, even when we conceded the goal against Chelsea, you know, I made the mistake of going through my Twitter Timeline, account, yeah. and it's like. 
oh, typical, oh, you know, why are we letting them back into it? It's not, we're not letting them back into it. They're, they were champions two years ago. Yeah. They've got world-class players. And they a got, world-class manager. And a world-class manager. And they're, they're capable going, of moments of brilliance. They're going to have chances. They're going to have opportunities Even the finish. to score. If you look at the finish, it's a top-class centre-forward yeah, finish. He, put, great, he, he, he drops a little half a yard to create Moses the angle for him to open the body before the ball even arrives. Yeah. I mean, I just, it drives me crazy, this, this what's, the sense of entitlement that we have that nobody should be able to score against us but we should be able to score against yeah, but it was Lovren's fault anyway so. when we score it's brilliance or hidden yeah. assists yeah. <laughs> when when the other team scores it's our fault yeah how have we let if this if you happen? can see the goal somewhere if you roll it back long There's enough always mistakes. you're going to find a mistake yeah. forget it they're a good team and when we play good te- when we play any team in football yeah. they're going to have a chance right yeah, of so course of course. it's just crazy what, but what we had was a cohesive defensive partnership that worked yeah. well together as you said earlier on both uh, uh, proactive rather than reactive defenders exactly. and they they pressured and Dropped they pushed and they, they were kept brilliant. us up the absolutely park. brilliant as a for the whole back four were excellent yeah. a great with the ball Drop that's the other thing Drop I mean he's him. he's great with he's like a Drop very young Tory you know Drop when Tory yeah. was first yeah. in the Drop Arsenal side and he could yeah. play, could run up and down and not do stupid things like, yeah. You know? yeah, no, yeah shut up you will you <laughs> I can imagine that would be <laughs> very easy to make a partnership with him if you're wearing a good centre half playing alongside him I mean because he's so calm and so composed I mean you're not you always haven't got that second thought in the back of your head he's going to lose this now or he's going to jump been somewhere make a super chance so I have to be tucked in around here somewhere just in case talks a lot as well Matt he, yeah. he seems to be the guy coordinating it all like you know yeah no from from, from that point of view um, he's, you, you don't have Lovren or whoever's beside him worrying about him dropping 10 exactly, yards as well yeah. you know? let's talk about the derby match um, tomorrow night um, and we playing Everton <laughs> yes um, Derby County the Rams um so yeah, we've we've them in the league. Cup. I actually said to Steve, I was that a league match. I don't know who's in the league anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Genuinely, though, when you look at the teams that are in it, it's like who the fuck are they? Do you know who the derby manager is? Huh? No, Do you know who the derby manager is? No chance. He's going to say Jim's fucking Smith or something <laughs> like this now. Watch Nigel Clough. No, it's uh, Nigel Pearson. Oh, it's close. I got a noise. Yeah, well done, Phil. Wow. Um, so, yeah, you know, I, I was thinking to myself, maybe we'd see a lot of the youngsters. Klopp isn't interested in that. He wants to win this competition. Carius, Arnold, Lucas, Lovren, Chan, Moreno, yeah. Chan, Henderson, Stewart, uh, Henderson, Ings, no. Origi, Origi yeah. and... Firmino. I think Ings is still carrying a knock, is he? Ings won't play. Something's going on with Ings. I I'd like to see uh El He's gonna fit he's like he's gonna be perfect. I think but, you might see El Jari come Because he was on the, the he was on the bench for Ajari, yeah, I'd love to see Ajari. Yeah. No, 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 but that's that's just who I think. I think you might see him come off the bench. I think he might go I think Phil might yeah. be right there. He might see Stuart, Chan, Henderson as your I'm trying to think of the front three. I know we got lots of options, but you'll play Firmino because Origi plays as well. As you play Origi. Yeah, but then it's the third forward. He could easily play Manny. He could. He could. Yeah. You know, just because Manny has that Is energy to go fit? and play. No, no, no. So not, I would like to see a couple of the kids get a game, like yeah. Woodburn. Yeah. Maybe well, Woodburn might be a nice option. Cock Woodburn would be see. a decent player. Yeah. Cock Woodburn. <laughs> <laughs> um, but we can't listen. We can't go into too much. Schemes, I guess you missed Jordan Ayew, but. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Could always throw a Jordan now you've been yeah. getting like so that. sorry we got that 15 million quid from him. <laughs> you can't uh, imagine we got, 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 got money for Skirtle and paid nothing for Matip. I know. Yeah. 
Wonderful. Yeah, it's mad. Isn't Finally, it? we've had a summer of good transfers, and yeah. yet there's still a. Huge... Is he going to ca- the African Cup of Nations? No, no, this is the best thing I heard today. He's he already get... told Cameroon that he doesn't want to go and play in the African Cup of Nations because it's his first season at Liverpool. And he wants to concentrate on establishing himself yeah. in the. But man is going. The indomitable Lions won't be so indomitable. Well, it's great. Yeah. You know how Scouts how, not African. How, <laughs> <laughs> um, how nice is that to see, though? Yeah. Which is excellent news for us. When is the African Cup nation? January, um, mid January. I think the 11, 12, 13, around that sort of point. Hopefully, of, we do a transfer or two in January. The only thing about the African Cup nation now, because all the FA Cup matches are on around that time, it's less of an issue than exactly. it used to be. And we'll have we'll have the Christmas period over. Mm. So you'll probably have Sacco back in it's the like fold three, by then. Three or four games by then. Yeah, sold. Yeah. I don't. I don't know if he is or not. But it's interesting what Klopp said today, didn't he? He said it's not whether he's back he, in. It's not. It's, it's not whether he it's thinks he's fit. I, think he's, I fit. think he's right. He said ready is what ready, he said. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, that was, I think. I think. If you're looking be for the sound of that tonight, if you're looking for the sound bite on what's going to happen with Sacco in the next six months, that's it. That's exactly it there. Because yeah. I mean, well, even the fact that he, I know the Sacco thing is boring, but even the fact that he refused to go on loan, that's him refu- just being a prick to Klopp yeah, again, yeah, yeah. isn't it? You mm. know what I mean? So I just think they don't get on. They I might, think that's definitely what, what the story is. They, they, no, they, no, honestly, yeah, yeah, I think that's it. Yeah. What makes you think that, Phil? There's something there. I just don't know. <laughs> something might have happened in the background. Listen, I they, don't know what's going on. They might not get on. They might not get on. But at the end of the day, there's plenty of players out there that don't love their managers no. and still go and play week in, week out. So I think Klopp's a sensible enough manager to get him back. To, he's he's stamping his authority, and that's absolutely acceptable. I think at some point we will see Sacco back in the side. He will have to work hard at the moment because Lovren and Matip are playing really well together and he's going to have to break them up. But it would not make sense for us to be looking at bringing in Clavin ahead of Sacco if Sacco's fully but fit. But the only thing I'd say is, right, no other players had the treatment Sacco's had. So something different is happening oh, yeah, yeah, that yeah, he yeah. just doesn't like his manager. Because like Sturridge has gone to the press and said that he's unhappy playing in certain positions. You've had, you know, uh, other players, you know, kind of leaking stuff here, there and wherever saying... Mm. You know, even Benteke last year, you know, when he got benched, couldn't get a game, comes out in the paper, all that kind of stuff. Klopp I think, I think maybe Klopp can, listen, I don't know anything about Jurgen Klopp and most people don't, but I, I get the feeling that maybe he can handle you going to the press and talking to the press. And he says, that's okay. He can talk to the press and we'll talk together and we'll yeah. deal with that. Maybe there's an element of how Sacco's acting. Exactly. You know, and that's what I'm saying. Yeah. I don't think it's just that he does that they don't like each other. Something has happened. Yeah. Like, and this isn't an anti Sacco thing. And I think what you just said there with Klopp, didn't he say that at the start of the season? It's not important what they say in the media. It's important when it's just me and him in the room and you guys aren't there. He said yeah. that in the press yeah. conference, yeah. didn't he? Yeah. So that's obviously what is important to him. So yeah. Yeah. Right. yeah. I think Sacco so, just. So maybe a, I do know him. So Sacco is just a prick. Is that what we're saying? <laughs> I think we're just saying that Sacco has clearly given some. There, there's, there's an element of something between the two of them, and it's going to take a bit of time. To, to mend Could they not just go for beard and sort the other? Listen, I'm Kulsh. Yeah. He's not getting a game. I mean, that's a reality. Kulsh. He's not getting He's a game. Not getting yeah. So, yeah. Like, Clavin is ahead of him. Sacco's Sacco time with the club mm. is up. Yeah, maybe maybe so, maybe so. I'm I'm not so quick to write him off because I think a lot can happen between now and January. There can be an injury or two. He comes back into the side, plays well, and things are very. The worst things are very quickly forgotten in football, and we need to, I suppose, realise that. So, um, right then, let's move on from from the derby game. Quick prediction on the derby game. We've gone through what we think of the team. Are we are we all saying we get I think through we, past I, derby? I, I, I got you. I think if that if the team is more or less what we what we think it's going to be, we win. It's by a couple of goals. Yeah, yeah, okay. So then we're on to we're on to Hull. 
Hull at Anfield on Saturday. One of the teams we've been talking about the dross. Okay, they had a, a reasonable start to the season. They're badly they've, beaten the weekend. Aren't yeah, they? they've dropped off now. They're back yeah. to their level. Um, yeah. They're back to their level, and and that's that. They were decent enough for a bit against Arsenal. They will be decent enough. And then, in then spots. it was like when Snodgrass got the goal and they came back into them for a little yeah, bit. Yeah, but then they just fell apart. But see, that's that's the thing. It's like if 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 they get a chance and they think they can get back into the game, they open up and t- then you can start picking them off. And you know we're going to be able to pick them off. It'll be like if they camp in their own eighteen yard box, it'll be difficult. Getting that fourth goal is going to be all important. If we don't get it in the first couple of minutes and panic sets in, like as has been the case with Liverpool teams for the last five or six years, and that's always been the case. Then the pro- you get to the last ten minutes and we're doing mad stuff and that's when we tended to give cough up goals to the teams who hadn't who who were just trying to hang in for as long as possible and try and nick one at the end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, absolutely. And I think what we've said is this season we have an attack that's hopefully capable of breaking down those those defensive lines and that's what we have to do at home. You know what I mean? It is the it is the hull at home. It is the you know th- that's that type of team that we need to break down this season. Um, right. So so. I think, what are we feeling? Most of us are feeling very close to the Chelsea team against Hull this Saturday. Unless there's a superstar performance from somebody in, in the Firmino derby. Firmino come era. back in, will he? The only one I could see potentially is Firmino in for Coutinho. Or Firmino in for Storage. Yeah, but I no, think I, Firmino I, I plays, think, doesn't he, when he's fit? I think, I think. I, but I, I still think at home against the... Oh, poor, it's not what I would do. No, I think, I think he's going to look, he wants his biggest goal threats on the pitch. Yeah. So I think Storage stays on. I think Firmino potentially comes in. Um, you've got Mane who's a goal threat you've got yeah. Firmino who's a goal threat you've got Sturridge who's a goal who's, who's three main goal threats if you, if, yeah. you, if you want to look at who are the three most likely players to score a goal it's them it's them yeah. and then Origi and, yeah well uh, probably Coutinho and Origi well, are similar I think, I, think, I think Origi has a much higher goal threat than, than Coutinho purely based on the position that he plays in Coutinho is a great man for coming up with goals in the middle well, of look, the season Mane, Mane and Firmino start so it's really about the other one. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's Coutinho or Storage. It's Coutinho or Storage. Yeah. yeah. Um, um, the midfield. The midfield picks itself. I think. It, yeah, it does. Uh, like that, it depends. If Wijnaldum did have a little bit of a niggle and Chan has a good game tomorrow night, well, then you might see a bit of a, that, yeah. of a change there. The back four picks itself again. Yeah. And we, if Carrius has a good game, we might see him. But I think, I think Klopp would be... He he'd be unlikely to drop Mignolet. See, I think he's gonna. I think he's gonna bring Carrius in on Saturday. I right. think I think he'll start against Derby. And, I wouldn't mind it, and happening. that'll be it. Then yeah. I think that'll be it. I don't. I'm not too, so sure about that. And it's not because I think no, Mignolet is any he use. Was the fact furious at Mignolet's kicking in the Chelsea game. Was he? Oh, there must have been three cuts from the camera to Mignolet. You know, trying to do something stupid or giving terrible. Sh- like f- at one point, he had two centre halves to him. Matt Matip's getting closed down, closed down. Lovren's free, and he passes to Matip, and it cut the clock. Oh, that's the right, yeah, was yeah, going yeah, yeah. Fucking bananas. That was in the first half. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so yeah, I just got, a, I just got a funny the feeling. The best, the best one I heard was on NBC where Minulay did his run. You know what I mean? Like yeah, run, yeah, yeah, where yeah. he catches the ball, runs to the edge of the box, looks like he's going to do something, and, and, then, and then stops. Waits yeah. for twelve seconds. For everybody to the get commentator's back in like, "Oh, look, there's Minule trying to make something happen, and uh, nobody seems to be racked him on yeah. the team." Nope, that's just what he does. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He so, could have twenty-five players free at the top end of the pitch with no defenders around him. Default just, Mignolet. <laughs> just, I don't think Klopp has ever given any indication publicly that he thinks Mingale isn't his number one. The fact that, that he has, the, the fact, fact that, that he signed, signed Carrius, I don't think so. I think he's. He, and I his, gave him the number one and started him in every friendly. Well, Mingale clearly No, I don't think so. But he's one, never but. publicly come out, and or, I know he's never going to say it publicly. But he's never really given any clear indication that he thinks that. Either one is his number one. I think the two of them have the opportunity now to prove to him. I think if you look at what he looks for from a goalkeeper, 
And, and look, I haven't seen a lot of Carrius. I'm only going by yeah, what this is this my point exactly. How do we know, know how good Carrius is? I, I know a guy who's an expert on goalkeepers. Um, yeah, yeah. Do you know Twi- him, Phil? No. Twitter's <laughs> goalkeeping yeah. expert. Yeah. I, I use, Phil I use Casey. Gnome. There's some handling There's some accolade, isn't it? Yeah. Twitter because expert. the Mignolet thing, right? Yeah, the Mignolet thing. Noted Twitter. It's a decision that he's still waiting, right? It's like it's the last bit that he has to do is the yeah. Mignolet situation. And I just think he couldn't do it before the Chelsea game because Carriers hadn't played. Carriers plays against Derby and then he's got an excuse I get, what you're, I get what you're saying. I'm just not sure if, if that sets... A similar tone right the way through the team, and maybe he is a principal guy. And he says, "Okay, Mignolet hasn't done anything wrong. Yes, therefore, he, has. he, ha- he hasn't done anything catastrophic since since he's come into the the what Leicester go when he passed it to Lucas and Lucas kicked it to Vardy and Vardy scored. <laughs> You're going to blame well, Mignolet on well, that. Well, in fairness, I, I'm well, I, I don't with think Mignolet. Why would you pass to Lucas? Why would you ever? Why would you have Lucas on the pitch? But then, but then again, well, number why one, Mignolet doesn't. Let's not go back. He should have gone. First oh, of all, it's Lucas. I'll keep yeah. it yeah, exactly. He probably yeah. should have, but it's not a catastrophic error from the keeper. Uh, far from it. No, but you know and, it's coming, Steve. You know yeah. it's coming. Yeah, like Mignolet. of course so it is. Of course, and, is and what I'm saying is, I think at that point he will absolutely exercise his chance to bring in carriers. I'm not certain he bins Mignolet because Look at Moreno. He did it to Moreno, right? Moreno did nothing catastrophic this season. <laughs> Really? <laughs> He's been as up and down the as Arsenal, For the has. Arsenal game, oh, Davey. Davey. That's a big shame. The Arsenal, Arsenal game that we won. Game. was bad for the Arsenal game. The Arsenal game, game oh, right. that we won. He, he the made... Arsenal game that we won. Yeah, I'm, I'm not... Okay, no, I'm just, I just want to make that clear. Yeah, okay, you can do your little Moreno love in. You can put pictures of him on your no, timeline if you want. I think uh-huh, it's only yeah. at the time now before Carrius. Yeah, as much as I want it to happen, as much as I think it should happen personally, without actually understanding how good Carrius is, I just don't think there's been any clear indication that it's going to For me, and I said it in pre-season, and I said it here, I didn't see Carrius getting into that team until the end of October. And I'm unchanging that one. Until Miggs makes the succession to happen. Until he does his Mignolet, it's inevitable exactly. it's going to happen. Yeah. There's a reason why we signed another goalkeeper. Yeah. Because he's not consistent enough and he's not good enough consistently over a season to stay in. Yeah. It inevitably happens. But when you're on a run of wins, yeah, you don't, don't necessarily take him You don't necessarily. Keeper. The bravest thing a manager can do is take him out. It wouldn't surprise me if Klopp takes him out, but I don't expect him to take yeah, him out. I would be along. I the think same the very same point can be made for Can and Henderson. Can't yeah, Henderson yeah. is developing into that position now. At, at this stage of development, if he was to drop him out and bring Can back in and let him play, you'd be Henderson. Well, would yeah, be just not, but he's not going to drop Henderson. No, I'm just saying if he did yeah. take him out of that defensive position after saying he's he's him growing into it and push him on, and then Can just go, that's him. He'd be demoralised, wouldn't he? Yeah, yeah, no matter yeah, how much he said about me in the press, I still wasn't good enough. Well, I still think that the dynamic of that midfield will change slightly if if Chan comes back in because I think what you'll have is two players that are capable of interchanging during a match yeah, yeah. Um, whereas at the moment we don't have that we have Ronaldo and Lana no, capable I, I, I of agree. I agree I think that he, he doesn't want sit-in midfielders yeah. that this concept of so let's get a prediction for the whole game uh, Nilo um, you know what, after all the bullshit I was, I was just thinking what Phil said there earlier <laughs> like the Burnley thing I hope we win 2-0 now I'm not sure to, I'm not, I honestly I can't tell you well, if you like were asking too. me to, it's going to be I a complete am. guess. Exactly and because I don't know for sure, it's always a complete guess. No, but this, I'm scratching <laughs> me. I don't know. I really don't. I want to say we're going to win, but I don't think we will. Well, then don't say it. I'm going to say a draw. Then. Okay, well, great. Thanks for that. But I know I don't want to say a draw. I want to say we win. <laughs> say one I don't of them. fucking know, right? Okay, grand. No, on. nobody knows, Neil. It's a prediction. <laughs> no, I know that, but no, the point that makes it is... Aguero. Aguero. 
<laughs> Usually I can say it with some conviction I think we're going to win, but I can't say it with any conviction well, at all. Pick a draw then. No, because I can't say with any conviction we're going to be beaten either. I didn't say beaten. I said a draw. <laughs> what should I just say? Pick a draw. <laughs> I can't say with any conviction. No, but I was just given the three choices. I don't know. Yeah, um, oh, listen, anyway, I think we'll win. Okay, on. I think we'll win. One, one nil win from Neil. Dave? <laughs> Uh, we win 4 nil, And I'll tell you my theory on this. My theory is that teams like Hull, they're, you know, they have, when they have a good start to the season, the first defeat breaks them. Mm. And I think Arsenal broke them. It's like when you wait hours to go for a piss, and then you go for a piss, and then you need to have another one 10 minutes later. <laughs> so That's they're, they're be shipping like, 10 to 12 goals within the space of three to they, four games. And, you know, they're going through a takeover. Mike Phelan's just Phelan's signed his manager. contract. He's I mean, just signed on. his contract. Yeah. So that's, so that's, uh, that's that think, boost gone down. I think we hammer him. Phil? I hate saying we're going to win, but I think we will. Okay, and I, I, I think a two-three nil win. Yeah. Um, I think we get a clean sheet. Um, I, I think nobody listens to our predictions anyway. So yeah, I don't care. Like, one nil, I'll be happy with one nil win. To be honest with you, once we keep winning, yeah, yeah, exactly. grand up. Um, okay, Trippers chat. Yeah, hey. Okay, so Trippers chats. Uh, first one is from at Steve Sideways. That's me, by the way. <laughs> I did send one in, and I have a question for all you lads. All right, yeah. Why don't we taxidermy our dead relatives? <laughs> now, this is an honest question I've had for a while. I think I know the answer to this, right? Well, I, I don't know. I don't know if so, anybody knows the answer. So, with an animal, yeah. you can probably stretch its fur and all to make it look like when it was young. Yeah. But you can't stretch a dead person's skin to make them look young. But I don't so want them be, to look young. I want them to look like they did when they died. But why would you want to have an old person sitting there? That'd be because the I think it'd be class. Like, say, say my mum and dad kick it whenever they finally do, right? How deadly would it be, rather than having to like stick them in the ground or you know put them in an urn? If you could just have like the owl lad sitting on the couch with it and a remote in his hand, and my mum there maybe you know making a cup of tea or doing a bit of ironing, so yeah, <laughs> whatever she might be doing, whatever she might be doing, Dave. To be honest, whenever I think of Steve's mum, I um, think of her sucking me off. So like, you know, <laughs> it's just a natural reaction. I can't help it. But what's the reason? Like, why is it? Why is it so taboo to suggest we stuff our dead relatives? Because I think taxidermy, when it first started out, was made a trophy, wasn't it? It's like uh, probably it, so. it's just got fucking weird now that people are taxidermying. If that Maybe is with their fucking you know, I, I, I think I, I, I think I know why. Why you just said this a minute ago and you yeah, didn't give us an answer? No, well I did. What I said because you can't make humans look young. Oh yeah, but when, that was a bad answer. Okay, so, so have the, you got a better answer? Than humans that? aren't covered in fur. That means so nothing. skin. So skin doesn't taxidermy well. You just put a jacket on the. No, it's it's just formaldehyde. <laughs> but it doesn't it doesn't it doesn't stop the aging process on the outside of the skin. It does because they have they've dead they they have um, in taxidermied and embalmed people and, and have them that way it's just not a common but practice. that thing that your man does the fellow that you're talking about the taxidermist he, he injects plas- it's plastic resin that goes into the skin whatever it might be I'm just wondering why I well, can't have my I dead think, parents down the basement I think a lot of the if you want a serious answer the majority yeah. of the answers is religion right yeah is I, that I, I would assume people, so have to have a and respect for the dead, respect for the dead, a ceremony to allow them to. They do don't a, believe that if they're sitting there. But they tried to taxidermy the Egyptians. The mummies were a form of taxidermy. It was, but it's far more advanced these days. But I, want, I do want to think it was seven thousand years ago, for example. <laughs> you think, I mean, I do want to think you think that would you? Point, you think is, it's, it's not actually that fucking more far advanced? You don't know, head you? By the plastic resin, it's not that. It's still the same chemicals they used. What they were doing? They were using copper tools back then. They're still putting their bodies in the fucking desert. Using the same chemicals now, they were seven thousand years ago. It's the same chemicals, you don't know. How is it? Because it's the same 
chemicals. Right? Who is it? Because they because the they haven't invented chemicals. new chemicals. We haven't invented new the chemicals. Shit that they pumped into mummies is the same shit they're pumping into fucking stuffed In animals form, yeah. now. Fuck no, off. no. There's synthetic. Of course it's not. It's synthetic. Synthetic. Hang on a minute. Sure the, ta- the table of elements is the same element seven thousand years ago as it is now. We're not talking about elements. We're talking about what. What do you think makes chemicals? Well, they are. Yeah, but it's not the same selection of elements. So just because the same elements have been around forever, so that oh no, listen, you're talking. Why am I even answering this Yours. shit? Shut up, Neil. <laughs> but, I mean, just to build on Neil's point, you're a weirdo if you stuff animals. Yeah. And, do you know what I mean? So that's, that's so why So you're suggesting you're weird if you stuff your dead relatives? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. But, okay. You, like, seriously, if your cat dies and you say, I'm going to get his stuff to keep it in There's the house... There's something seriously wrong with you. You're a fucking mental case. Go and get some help. Seriously. I, li- I literally would like my parents sticking around after they've snuffed it. Why? Because it'd be better than fucking them in the ground and having to go Why? to a graveyard. Yeah, yeah, I can't talk back. I'd like to see them. Unless I got to fucking... Why would you want to see them? Is it, it going to be like a wax machine thing? Them, right? Look at them saying something. Similar to a I was Similar to a wax museum. See, listen, by the time your parents die, you like hopefully in many them? years from now, you'll be able to have a 3D hologram version of them. This so you won't need if that's around, that. then I don't need exactly. that. Exactly. I'm you, with you, Dave. Yeah. I like your stuff. Okay, let's space. move on. on um, Aaron Olsen asks us, uh, what player would you like to have as a co-host just one time on the Trippers? I wouldn't want any player to co-host it. Why? There's my answer. Thanks. Uh, Dave? Uh, does it have to be a Liverpool player? No. Uh, Jack Wilshire it's like a smack him in the fucking mouth Neil I'm with Phil plus you might have we some have co- one anyway ex-professional footballer Jamie Hump but this is this is true plus Wilshire might have some drugs for him so, you know, it'd be um, a good pod for, for me John Barnes I think he just we've had John Barnes on this we pod. have had John Barnes on this pod and it was an excellent pod check it out uh, in our back catalogue folks yeah um, we, we it's a good while back we'd have to dig out and tell you what episode it is but episode number different than that but he's excellent you know he's, he's, he's very eloquent he's yeah he's, but it wouldn't fit the tone of the pod this is why I said I wouldn't want the, an ex-pro on oh listen we had Dave Thompson on here and he would absolutely fit the the style of the pod. He was up for a laugh. He, he you know he was he was he was a yeah. Perfect but I just guest. think if you, if you sit if you sit an ex pro down in here, you wouldn't get the same vibe with the lads going on because people are like oh it, he'd have to be here for weeks just to get that. Maybe sort of someone going fucking again. listen then. <laughs> <laughs> Don't care. I'm not, even, I'm not even publishing this. Um, okay. Going into the WhatsApp. This is just okay. a night away from wives. Yeah. Like, you know, oh, I've had a few Jay, years now. Then. Jay Reed. Let's go on to the next one. Uh, Jay Reed says Moreno is clearly getting no guidance on his hair. So who in the day trippers has slash had the worst hairstyle? <laughs> now I don't know if we need to go too far in this conversation. <laughs> just take a picture of Neil right now. Seriously, <laughs> that's not a hairstyle. That's an image. <laughs> Although is. Phil Ryan. Him close when he had oh, his was Travis Yeah, yeah. That was a bad one. There's nobody yeah. else in the room. Yeah, it was it was pretty poor, all right. Um okay, and then who else have we got here? Um Joe Beatty says Gerard comes back after his LA siesta. No, just don't even ask that question. <laughs> I never want to see Stephen Gerard at the football club in well, any capacity whatsoever. I don't care. They can all fuck yeah, off. I, yeah, tell me now. Tell I me would Phil. like and to. All, so, yeah. all joking aside, right? <laughs> yeah. all joking aside, why wouldn't you want to see Stephen Gerard back at the no. football club in a coaching capacity? Because Phil's it, not going to give you any reasoned answer. Well, He's going to shout no <laughs> and say fuck him and fuck everybody else, and then ask us to move on to the next question. No, I'll tell you why. Yeah, go on. The Alan Shearer thing. What? It, uh, Liverpool fans, effect. Liverpool fans hate thinking this, but there's an awful lot of fucking parallels with the Newcastle fans. Gerard comes back, and as soon as things starts going a bit wrong for Klopp, 
the shouts for Gerard being manager or Carragher being manager. I know what you're saying. Start about coming that. out and say, "I'll get him in," and then all of a sudden it becomes a crescendo. And then, then the stupidity happens that somebody thinks, "Do you know what? Let's maybe put him in." Maybe they And have then, do you know what happens? You get relegated. I, Just ca- I, count- I counteract that argument by saying Kenny Dalglish stayed around and hung around at the club when his career was over, didn't he? As a Kenny Dalglish started as a player manager and won trophies before yeah, he finished as a player. Gerard was never given that opportunity. But he's no, he's no manager. How do we know? Well, listen, because be, he, he rates Glenn Johnson as the great, greatest right back he ever played with. But he had to say that because he's playing the same team with him. He rated Alan Corbisley. Yeah, well, he rated Joe Cole as being on a level with Messi. We all make mistakes. Fuck when, <laughs> oh, when Joe Cole that's your judgment on no, players. No, 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 no. Forget it. How he was never given an opportunity, so you can't listen, say you. Joe Cole was never given an opportunity. No, but it, did you see the one who kicked over the stadium? He doesn't have to be a manager, though, right? No, exactly. In a coaching capacity, I don't think he should come back in a coaching. The man asked what. Would suit him if he was to come back. He can be a fucking club ambassador. Yeah, I spectator ambassador. Did he not sign some contract as a club ambassador though before he even left? I'd stick time. him in the mighty red outfit and send him <laughs> <laughs> you know, Fucking Ping start from the bottom, yeah. cunt. <laughs> With a t shirt cut. <laughs> You're not fucking captain now, boy. <laughs> Oh fucking hell! Right, okay. You know the way um, yeah, when he's starting a new company, you have to do all the shitty yeah. jobs first. Like get Gerald to do that. Uh, I'm gonna have to. Here, go in. Make me a coffee. No, I'm, I'm gonna have to ask. Uh, this Bring it to my Harley. This yeah. is gonna be our. Um, no, just give it to the Harley. Like it's not for me. <laughs> this is gonna be our second last question. It comes in from uh, Dark Vapor at Phil <laughs> underscore LFCDT. I think we might know him. What a twat! And he he's asks. An he asks twenty three hours ago. To be fair to him. What excuse did Damo use to not come into the pod tonight? <laughs> now, I'd like to point out that Damo was meant to be on the pod tonight, but none of us expected him to show up. And true to his nature, um, his, his dinosaur was actually uh, attacked, by an, attacked by an albatross on the way here. So, um, unfortunately, he had to go up to Cabin to see um, about Batman. some... Batman. Batman. About... <laughs> About some other random shite. Damo's not here. He sent me a text saying he was sucking the upside down. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> could, uh, could we I get him out of the wall? <laughs> he said he's with Bob. <laughs> that means anything to anyone? I don't know. <laughs> um, okay. <laughs> Damo and Bob. Uh, okay, and... Okay, and as always, uh, we'll get through our outro now. So first up, I'd like to say a big thanks to our sponsor tonight, DB Gold Electronics International. Um, and many thanks to them for coming on board and being part of tonight's pod. Uh, your trippers tonight were Phil Casey, uh, Dave Thomas and Neil Gray, along with myself, Stephen Daly. Uh, as always, we appreciate you listening in and we will talk to you next week. Thank you very much. Yeah. Yeah. I, ha- no. I actually have it in my iPhone notes. No, because it's great. I, I just st- I've stopped being on Twitter. Yeah. Oh, like I, I literally I might be going once a day. No, yeah. I heard there was a meeting on Twitter about that fellow. <laughs> 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 How are we going to get them back? Somebody <laughs> do something. They set up a Phil retention unit. <laughs> 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 hang on, that baby's about six months. <laughs> <laughs> they, they keep bringing me. Are you gonna go? You're gonna tweet. No. Hi, is this Mr. Casey? Yeah, you're gonna tweet. No. See, but it's Steve's fault because since you've pointed out the absurdity of it all. I f- every time I go in there I'm like what am I going to do yeah. what the fuck it, what's someone going to say that I'm going to find interesting yeah like, you know? Twitter is shit it's like this rush just to say just myself a note there something it's <laughs> 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 being duly noticed you're now you're in a note duly noticed what you do I, I'm reading it for <clears throat> Neil's I've listened to some of the pod I haven't really listened to it but I'm just going to pick a fight 
No. <laughs> no, Steve. <laughs> talking bollocks. Yeah. That's bollocks. That's I, did, bollocks. I didn't say anything. <laughs> it's still bollocks. This is shoehorn, the only yeah. one point I have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have to get it in. <laughs> Crowbarring it in somewhere, yeah. Oh, that's the other thing, yeah. Who can say Neil's big point first? Because he's got one big point. Yeah. Oh, I have something he's on my mind. I have something on my mind, Daddy. That is true. Attention Social Security and SSI recipients. If you did not receive an economic impact payment for your eligible spouse or dependents, you may need to file a 2020 tax return with the IRS and claim the recovery rebate credit. Go to ssa.gov EIP to see if you need to file a tax return and if eligible for other refundable tax credits, like the child tax credit. That's ssa.gov EIP. Produced at U.S. taxpayer expense. Time to fire up the grill. Time to go to Total Wine and find the perfect flavor to pair with those burgers. Ooh, I love their beer cooler. <laughs> you love their prices even more. Wondrous selection, helpful guides, ridiculously low prices. Total Wine and more. Sports Social Podcast Network.